Welcome to the Fax Machine. My name is Dominique Jellin, and I am your host. This is a podcast where I get to have people nerd out about things that probably aren't common knowledge and see why those things matter. Spoiler alert, they don't. So, for the next half hour or so, sit back, relax. We're about to celebrate some marginally useful information. guest this week comedian writer all-around badass it's barbara gray thank you so much for coming over yeah of course well so you came over today because you're going to talk to us about the beastie Beastie boys Boys. (laughs) it's funny because you asked yeah me to do this and it's like i don't i don't really nerd out about anything anymore i will for like a week or two at a time or maybe a month max you know and then i'll like forget about it But um, the stuff I loved when I was younger, I feel like, is the stuff I was always going to be nerdiest about. I don't think anything will match the height of my intense passion for something, (laughs) you know, than when I had nothing but time to care about (laughs) that thing. Checks out. And and you, okay, if I remember correctly, you said you're right by, or you spent a lot of time right by a... I should say like significant Beastie Boys venue. I don't, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. I am. I, yeah, I live, uh, in Silver Lake in LA and they had a recording studio called G sun studios. That's like very close by to me in Atwater village. And they recorded, um, check your head there. And I can think some other albums and stuff like that, but yeah, they're, they're like in the area and there's pictures of them in that area. And there's also, um, there's like a bar next door that I'll go to and like be a nerd and tell people that and they won't give a shit that it's next, <laughs> that, that it's like next door. Uh, they, they have a music video called Pass the Mic that they recorded like in the back of it. So you can go back there and look at it in the alleyway and stuff. So it's like cool if you're a nerd about them. <laughs> Jam. So yeah. Are you, are you going to have you recorded anything back there? I wish. I don't think it's a studio anymore. I don't know what it is. It's hasn't it's like changed hands a few times. So I'm not positive. I guess my I meant like <laughs> like where they behind had the, it yeah like where they had the music I I've done. taken pictures back there before yeah. so <laughs> might as well um, I don't know it'd be cool someday to like get in there and yeah yeah record something <laughs> they used to have I guess when they they had like a, a basketball hoop and like a skate ramp and stuff inside back oh. in the day I, I hope those are still in there are you is that a skill set either of those skill sets that <laughs> no, you have absolutely not <laughs> But it'd be you fun to pretend, know. <laughs> you know, if it was inside, then I could do whatever I wanted because no one can see me embarrass myself. So, <laughs> so, okay. So it's, so you got into the Beastie Boys as a teen. Was that? Yeah. My brother bought me Hello Nasty, which was like the album. I think that, I don't know when that came out, maybe like 98 or something like that. And so, yeah, he bought me that. And then I just like became crazy obsessed with them. And I don't know. I think they're really funny. Like they're, their sense of humor I really connected with because they were always really silly in interviews and stuff like that. And they never took themselves too seriously, even though at the same time they kind of like, they're a band that I don't know, like how much of them do you know? Did you listen to them? I I can't say I went through like a beastie boys phase. I think there were like two or three songs that I was like, Oh, this is like the beastie boys. This is who people are talking about. Right. Um, Right. Uh, and and yeah, and so they're you know like no sleep till Brooklyn. I was like, oh okay, I get it, I get it. And then Intergalactic, and I was like, oh, it sounds different, way different. And then somebody was like, oh yeah, the fight for your right to party. Apparently, they really hate that song because it was supposed to be like 
mocking that whole shtick and then it ended up being one of their biggest ones right um and that is i've just exhausted the full extent of my beastie boys <laughs> knowledge yeah that's pretty cool i mean yeah so their first album was licensed to ill and that's what the, how they got super famous and five year right was a huge hit um and they were like making fun of douchebags they were like right. trying to and i'm sure you know i'm positive they were like they were like very young, so I'm sure they were kind of assholes, but they were trying to make fun of, of douchebags, and then all the douchebags were like, this is our anthem. They were like, Too real. Yeah, so they spent a lot of time. I, I really like them because they evolved a lot. Every album like evolved from the last one, and then they also became more of like activists, and they were like, hey, you know, we sorry about like if anybody thought we were misogynistic, like we believe in women and you know, they would actually say that kind of stuff in their songs as they got older. So that was kind of nice. They like realized that they put up a front. They didn't like, I yeah. think, and their music is very different. They have a lot of shit. They came out with like only instrumental albums and they had one tour where they would like, um, change in the middle and do an instrumental set for like an hour and then go back to the rap oh. stuff. So if you listen to all their stuff, it's very like eclectic and it's all over the map as far as like what kind of music it is. They started as a punk band, so it's all crazy, Yeah, which I really like because it's just, you know, it's nice to like see people who push themselves to do something different, I think, yeah, from thing to thing. So yeah, I, I don't know. They're, uh, yeah, and they're super funny. Their videos are really funny and like interesting and they're just goofballs and like MCA, who's the one who died a few years ago, he uh, would direct all their videos on under like a, what is it called? Pseudonym? Not a, a pseudonym, yeah, like a fake character he'd made called Nathaniel Hornblower, <laughs> who would wear like lederhosen and stuff like that, and he would accept awards dressed up in this character. So they just did really, they were really funny and like weird dudes. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of why I think I connected with them. Yeah, it sounds like they were very silly. And so they, and you, you mentioned that they evolved uh, in between each album. Uh, and it sounds, so they evolved, would you say lyrically or musically or kind of like all at once? Is it, um, did you feel like, I don't know, I feel like there are certain bands that you listen to and you're like, oh, okay, I get why I liked this in high school, but I'm, I'm not vibing with it now. And then there are some bands that you're able to kind of like grow with. Um, right. I feel like Blink-182 is an excellent example of like a band that people were like, yeah. And then now we're like not 14 anymore. We're like, what dicks? Like, why are you being a dick? You're a yeah, dick. Yeah, it's hard to listen to like, well, it's hard to listen to that when you get older. Um, yeah, well, they're interesting because they, even though they evolved, they still have that same style of like, dip -a -dip -a -dip -a -dip. like they kind of rap the same way yeah. in most of their stuff, but they still evolved a lot. I think like, just in what they were saying and yeah, the, I don't, I don't know, just kind of the other songs on the albums that weren't the rap songs became like more interesting and kind of like deeper and yeah. stuff like that. So I think they evolved in a lot of ways, but they still kept that like thing they were known for, which was like, they kind of rapping in a certain way and them like all chiming in together and stuff like that. So yeah. it kind of ebbed and flowed, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sure. I feel like when I hear about the Beastie Boys, it's not a situation where I'm hearing about like, oh yeah, there's the lead singer and like all those other guys. Like there's Adam Levine and the other four in Maroon. And you know, like you know, they're all like equal. Yeah. And so, I mean, as far as you know, did they have that kind of tension, or did they just manage to? No, that was what was amazing. They were like very. I think they all like knew their job and did it, and they were just friends. They'd been friends forever. Like they started. Like I said, they started as a punk band and I think they met when they were like 14 and 15 or okay. something. So they grew, I think they went to school together in New York and 
were just like really good friends who goofed around and then were like, oh, let's make a thing and then became superstars. So I think they were like very humble and uh, didn't have any a lot of ego, I don't think. So that helps yeah. not having uh, whatever his name is from Maroon 5. <laughs> they didn't have like the pretty boy. I mean, they were, you know... Yeah, they, I don't think they had that issue, kind yeah. of. So I think that probably saved them from a lot of heartache, um, I'm sure. But, well, so there's, like, three guys. There's Adam Yauk, Adam Horowitz, and then Mike Diamond. And Adam Yauk was, like, for sure the one that that ran the ship. He he was the one who had that, like, it was Nathaniel Hornblower. He directed half their videos, and he just was, like, a visionary who would come up with all this crazy shit all the time. And the other guys were just like, cool, let's do it. And they were just kind of <laughs> there for the ride. So I think he was the leader, but he wasn't, like, yeah, he wasn't out there being like, I'm Kurt Cobain or you know, like, <laughs> getting pushed to the front or something like in those movies when they have the montage and like, yeah, the lead singers like Josie uh, and the Pussycat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we want to bring you up front to take pictures of you, Josie. And the other girl's like, what the fuck? I don't, <laughs> I don't think that that was happening. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, we could just list all the. Uh... <laughs> well, even like, you, yeah, you think of like the uh, boy bands and it's so obvious that they picked like two or three to be at the front people. And right. then there were like the other two who were like, wait, who the fuck are those guys? So, yeah. <laughs> that was definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like when the dude from NSYNC showed up in my big fat Greek wedding and you're just like, what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, I don't think they had, I don't mean, I'm sure, you know, they're a group of people that work together. So I'm sure they had like some issues, but they seem pretty good with that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Did, um, uh, I guess watching them as you were coming up, did, I mean, did you have like an attempted Beastie Boys shtick? <laughs> what do you mean? Like a uh, like rapping or what do you mean? Yeah, like did you did you have your Beastie Boys version of like you and I don't know? It's like oh, I see what you're saying. Right, like I uh, in my high school, it's like oh man, every some one person found a less than Jake album, and then suddenly like the whole band was a different ska band every other week, <laughs> and so. <it> was just, <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't have anything like that. I did definitely do like. God. Oh, I'm so excited for whatever this uh, no. is. I definitely did a medley of their songs for a an assembly. Oh, like a, we did, me and my friends so did great. a, a lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh God. Yeah. So we definitely did that um, growing up. <laughs> Listen, there are way worse, way worse things you can do. Correctly. I know. Yeah. I was just when I liked something, I was obsessed like there was no like liking something a little bit I was like right. full in so I was crazy obsessed with them I had to buy everything you know with their name on it I um yeah. I luckily got to see them in concert I think six or seven times so I'm like Holy really shit. yeah I'm really glad I got to see them like before MCA died uh yeah <laughs> yeah a few fun experiences with that were these uh drive out of town concerts or the first two times i think i saw them in vegas so i lived in salt lake so it wasn't like that crazy okay and then they actually came to sundance for the film festival one year and i snuck in some <laughs> oh my god wait did i do oh no 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 that wasn't for that they were they had brought a film to sundance that they had done like a concert film so i got to see that and then i got to sneak into the um concert which was really cool. I got to be like front row. All the shows I ever saw them at were small shows, except for when I saw like a big festival outdoors. So I got to be like front row, very tiny shows for oh, every nice. time I saw them. I went to New York once to see them. And yeah. How did you manage to sneak into Sundance? I had a friend. Okay. So a big part of my life. Well, I don't even know if I can talk about it. I was on like a, I was on like a forum that was 
their fan for him and that became my like second social life. Oh, this is so great. I just feel like we are learning so much. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, but I, I had like met a friend. I can't tell you that I won't tell anybody. Uh. Well, I mean, I just said it. So. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have like real life friends I met on there. Um, I guess it was just like, I don't know. That's where you found people to talk to on the internet I before mean, Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what fandoms are. Right. So you right. were you were just with the Beastie Boys fandom. Fandom. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just writing like slash fiction about them and drawing furry sex shit. Oh, uh, God. I bet there is a slash fiction out there about them somewhere. I, mean, I would assume so. Except, <laughs> you know, now there's actually a designated, like, an RPF designation where they're like real person fan fiction. And I'm like, this is gross. Uh, I'm, Wait, what? what? Yeah. I'm, it's like, let's say you're watching a show. What's a show you like? Uh, Superstore. Superstore. Okay. So let's say you're watching Superstore and you're like, I ship America Ferrera's character and that dopey dude. Yeah. 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 But then you're like, I like this so much. I ship actual America Ferrera and the actual <laughs> oh actor. And it's the creepiest thing. Like I, I like, accidentally found some and I was like wait this uh, oh oh no it's just like a ooh, it's a it's a what really were you gross. looking at that you accidentally found I was I think I was, <laughs> I was looking for fanfic around um my friend oh have you ever seen the 100 it's a terrible show no but the fanfic is prolific and mm. apparently I just clicked the wrong thing and it was about the actresses themselves and I was like this oh, is oh man that's so, like so creepy it's it like leave so them creepy. alone don't put that on them that's it's so weird and and it was one of those things that I was like yeah I think I'm just gonna stick to writing you know like I'm not gonna <laughs> nobody writes fanfic about the writers it's always about the actors so. I know yeah <laughs> even though I'm sure like um I'm sure there's people out there writing fanfic with uh god damn what's her name Harry, Harry Potter why is my um, J.K. Rowling J.K. I'm sure there's like weird J.K. Rowling like Ugh. Snape <laughs> like <laughs> slash fiction out there there has to be oh I'm he so like funny. comes out of the book and or something <laughs> probably <laughs> that definitely exists okay uh, so but that's not what you were doing on the fan forums. no 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 it was just like I, you know it was just like ugh, just being nerds about the thing you like yeah, yeah. but. I had a friend on there, Mike, who I had met, like, and he came to Sundance for the thing, and he had a friend who got in, so they, like, we we photocopied their wristband, and I just <laughs> put it on. And oh, went my in. God. I never would have thought of that. That's brilliant. I did. I did. Um, I had another time I snuck into a Sundance thing that's probably my, like, favorite thing, which was, so David Wayne had, like, was bringing a movie to okay. Sundance called The Ten. Did you ever see that? It's not. I did not, good. but I'm, it's, I'm still listening. It's shitty, but uh, <laughs> but Wet Hot American Summer was like one of my favorite movies ever. So I was like, okay, he's bringing a movie back with everyone. I got to like get in, but it was really hard to get tickets to. So I photoshopped a ticket and I like glued it onto the top of another Sundance ticket. Oh, nice. And, and fucking got in. And I remember the guy tearing it being like, whoa, this ticket's like hard to tear. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> running into the thing. And yeah, so I guess I've, I mean, I can't feel... Should I feel bad about that? No. no. Okay, thank not. you. Well, <laughs> although I am curious about what movie you didn't see so that you could go... Like, I think it was like a receipt or something. Oh, so, so it just funny. looked the same as the other tickets. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I just feel like I'm learning all the tips and tricks. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it would work now because they probably scan the barcodes and stuff. But I think, yeah. you know, I, I just got in under the gun. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I... Yeah. I got to see them a few times, which was cool and... Yeah. They were good. <laughs> I liked them. Um, I just, I have a few more questions about the uh, fan forum. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I really, it's I'm, so embarrassing. Was this, well, I mean, like, okay, so the the first time I found fandoms was on Tumblr, 
for me, but I feel like this predates Tumblr. Yeah, it was just a message board. Yeah. Okay, on like AOL or something. It was on their website, so it was like their oh. official message board. Oh, yeah. shit. All yeah. right, that's fancy. Or I feel I, like that's fancy at the time, right? It doesn't seem... I mean, if you look at it, it looks like most... Like a lot of message boards looked. It was just kind of run under their thing. Oh, but okay. Yeah, it was... <laughs> it's funny. It's... um. It's yeah, it's it was just like the perfect timing, you know, I'm like 16 and just like the on the yeah, AOL is like exciting and you're on the Internet half the time and then you yeah. go start posting on this thing and like become friends with like I'm Facebook friends with one of the guys who like his cat just died today. And I oh, like no. had to, it was just weird because these people, I, you know, started talking to years ago online, but they're still like sort of in my life. So yeah. It's an interesting and people like met and ma- got married but on there. It's, oh, it was crazy. Wow, it was like, that is strange. Really cool. Like yeah. little subset. Of, <laughs> we used to troll other message boards together. We trolled like a train. <laughs> I think train the band we went on and we started talking about actual trains and they all got really pissed at us. <laughs> or maybe it was the other way around. I can't remember. But that is. Wonderful, because train the band should be trolled. Yes. They're like this close to being Nickelback. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're like Nickelback light. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is so gross. Now that you know, it's like the daddy light. Ew! Oh, <laughs> <Music>. God. <laughs> but yeah, the Beastie Boys are interesting because they're just. They, I think like people look at them. And, you know, it's like anything where if you only hear a few songs, you're like, oh yeah, they are the fight for your right guys or whatever. But they did a lot, and they um. They got like real like MCA turned Buddhist at some point and he would like do all these uh, concerts like free to bed. He would raise all these money for people uh-huh. in Tibet and stuff like that. So they kind of like became activists eventually and listening to their the album that they put out like after Bush one is really hard because it's so cheesy and they're like, yeah, fuck George W. And you're like, oh God, this is like does not age well. <laughs> so it's a little like, <laughs> it's definitely of its time. <laughs> yeah, there were, I feel like there were a lot of protest songs after he yeah. won because we thought that was like as bad as it's going to get. Right? I, that, I'm so like, I'm almost happy that MCA died before Trump won because like I would not want him to have to experience that. So maybe he lucked out. I don't know, man. I was going through some old music as well and um i found a link that a friend sent me to uh do you remember the band bright eyes yeah they had i that. never listened to them but i, I remember mean, everyone loving them they they were i mean they were what they were how about that it's like they had a terrible singing voice but they were like their lyrics were so deep and blah blah blah, blah, blah. i'm like right. learning one of their songs now so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, you don't have to be able to sing to sing it. It's great. Um, but they definitely had a song that was like, when the president talks to God. Do you, you know, like. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just like all these, you know, rhetorical questions that you're like, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get. Yeah, of course, you're like angry and you're trying to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should think about that because I'm doing an album recording soon. I do have like some Trump stuff and it's like, well, that's not going to, you know, when I listen to David Cross's old album and, and all his stuff about W, it's like, oh yeah, this yeah. is definitely dated. Well, I mean, I feel like there's, I mean, there's dated, but that doesn't mean it wouldn't, let's say, age well. Like, I don't think you're... Right, right, right. I'm guessing you wouldn't like listen to your album in, in 10 years and like cringe and be like, oh, I can't believe I thought Donald was a bad guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, the, the saint Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And also, of course, it's going to be, you should be talking about what's going on in your time. What the fuck? It's weird to not do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
that oh god what a what a turnaround story that would be right like oh my god <laughs> wow that would whatever comeback to, story yeah whatever happened to barbara gray she made fun of donald trump and you know <laughs> how we feel about him now you know? <laughs> oh. oh my god i mean i don't i literally nothing could happen <laughs> i think at this exactly. point you're gonna be you're gonna be way fine um if you found out that people had um faked tickets to get into your show would you let them stay oh my god yes <laughs> if i had enough fans or like people who gave a fuck to come out i would totally let them and, stay and yeah and make counterfeit tickets i'd be like oh that, that i is- mean if it was like a few people not if it was like a shitload of people making <laughs> somehow making money off of me which i know if someone learned elter and how to make money off of me when i don't even know how to make money off of me i'd be so annoyed yeah, yeah. That'd be funny. Hey, I got maybe tickets. that's a maybe that's a way to gain people's interest though. Because like, we, what if I just hired people to stand outside my shows and be like selling tickets? You know, like, and they're like, "Wow, what is this? It must Fake be popular." Scalpers. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that tonight for yeah. For <laughs> it would have passed by the time you guys hear this, but know that it worked. It did. Yeah, know that. I think it's a solid plan. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so you got to see them. It sounds like, like you said, six or seven times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you had the small concerts, the larger ones. Did there? Do you feel like their set list or their performance changed depending on you know how much they had at their disposal? There. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was cool when I went to see them at this festival called Sasquatch. What's it called? Sasquatch. I think so. Okay. It was. Uh, it was in Washington at this place called the Gorge. It's like this giant canyon. So it was really neat. It was all like on the side of this thing. It was really pretty and they did two sets they they played an instrumental at a small stage one day and then they did like the main thing okay just them rapping the next day so i think most of the time i saw them it was like kind of the same stuff it's like their hits and then they might play like one or two that you could tell they liked that weren't uh, a hit (laughs) nobody sing along here we go (laughs) yeah 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 exactly um God, my videos are so embarrassing of like seeing their concerts because I'm singing along. It's like, shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> let them sing the song, you idiot. No one needs to hear you rapping underneath this, but it's there. Oh, ma- do you still have these videos? I think they're on my YouTube. <laughs> I think they're online, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And okay. people commented on them, shut, like, shut up, stop singing. <laughs> That's such touche. Yeah, they're, no, they're right. They're right. It's. I think it was. I get really annoyed at phones and stuff now, but it was like a digital cameras before even people like were oh, using phones so at shows. So for some reason, I was like, it's allowed. <laughs> it was really stupid. Um, I'm sure someday I'll be glad I have those, but yeah. mostly it's embarrassing. I think now I try to like if I go to see a show or something, I try to take like one or two good pictures and then like not you know put yeah. my phone away. But it's so hard to like you know, you have that thing where you're like, I want to capture this. It's like, I'm never going to watch this again. Just fucking <laughs> don't just forget about it. Do you, when you go to like music shows, do you like, t- you know, take pictures or anything? Um, I always forget, but I also, okay. So, uh, I guess a confessional I've actually, I had never been to like a legit concert until uh, maybe a year ago. I oh, went to see Lizzo, good. um, with my friend Tess. Tess was real mad. She was like, haven't you, have you, she goes, have you ever been to a concert? And I was like, yes. And she goes, which ones? And I was like, well, um, Florida International University, FIU, uh, mm-hmm. where I went, um, their jazz band would put on free concerts all the time. <laughs> oh, my and God. My, no. And my classmates and I would go. And it's like, you know, uh, free if you have a student ID or $5 if you're a local student. And I was like, yeah, we would just go sometimes. And she's like, that's not a concert. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, really? Because the uh, theater seats beg to differ. And she, she just got like real mad about it. And then we went to see Lizzo. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. You're like, I see. <laughs> Why did, did you not like, were you not a big fan of certain stuff? Or you just didn't, it was just wasn't in your. I, I guess, I mean, like our. Um, like what was your favorite band growing up? Um, I also, uh, <laughs> God damn it. The FAMU Marching 100, uh, if we're being honest. And you can see them usually for free-ish. Like, it's not... Um, <laughs> they were very talented. I went through a Coldplay phase. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to age well. Um, uh, I went through a Coldplay phase, and there was one year where I was like, Mom, I think... My friend Gabby and I are are, are going to get tickets. They're playing in North Carolina. We're going to take a road trip. She'd like just gotten her Honda Element. Oh, uh, yeah. Getting that Honda. Go see yeah. Coldplay and the boys. <laughs> but my mom, uh, first she was on board and I was like, oh, this is so exciting. This is going to be my first concert. I'm in college, whatever. And then she saw Taken. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> this is a true story. She was like, I just saw Taken. I actually don't think this is a good idea. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so funny. (laughs) I was like, first of all, we're going to her aunt's house. Her aunt will be there. Uh, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to share a cab with some weird French dude and tell him where I fucking live. And she was just like, can you just can you just wait until the next one? And then, of course, like, (laughs) yeah, until they'll ne- their next world tour. Yeah, okay. and, uh, and by that, of course, I, I'm sure they're still touring, but I wasn't into Coldplay anymore. <laughs> just, just oh, my God. That's mm. so funny. I hope you talk about it on the stage. That is so funny. I've never... That you couldn't see Coldplay because <laughs> your mom's not taken. That's a really funny... I, I don't talk about it on stage because then I would have to confess to about like going through a Coldplay stage. But, well, that's but not now- the nice thing about getting older is like, we've all liked shit. I mean, it's and it's fine. I, I like lots of bad stuff. And a lot of people think the Beastie Boys fucking suck. And that's like... That's true. You know, that's whatever... Well, not that they suck. That people no, but think people that, do yeah. think they, they do. And that's like, yeah, that's, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not, I don't like, I think, it, you know, that's nice thing about getting older. It's like, you don't feel bad about <laughs> shit that you liked because who cares? Yeah. So, I mean, who, maybe I will. Who knows? But I, uh, someday so I am not inclined. You're gonna go see. <laughs> I'm getting making that happen. Really? Yeah. You know what? I'll see Coldplay when I'm like 50 and they're playing in Vegas. Oh uh, yeah, when they have their residency <laughs> in Vegas. That's that'd be. They probably will actually. Yeah, that, that's not that far fetched. <laughs> um, I will say I have an exciting Beastie Boys story. Can oh, I share? Yes, please do. Please. I mean, it's exciting for me and no one else Counts. because all it, the people I've told about it don't care. Um, <laughs> but I've met. I met them once after one of the Vegas shows, like for a second. And uh, they were all very nice. It was like very quick. Um, But about, I'd say, I guess two months ago, I was walking in Silver Lake and it was like brunch and I was walking with my friend and we just left the restaurant. We're walking and I hear this guy like next to me talking to his daughter and I look over and I'm like, okay, that's a, that's Ad Rock. That's Ad Rock from the that's Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys. That's Ad Rock. He's two feet for he's two feet away from me, and he is holding his daughter's hand, and he is right there. He is on the street. That's him. And so I was just like freaking the fuck out, and we're walking. He's like walking right next to us, basically. And I like I didn't know what to do. And you know, it's like there's I mean, there's maybe five people in the world that I would like freak the fuck out and be like, I have to say something about right. you know or two so i'm like okay i gotta gotta say something so he like he like they go into this uh they go into this store and he's like in the whatever front doorway the doorway and i'm like adam (laughs) 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 which i didn't know if i should say ad rock or adam it was just like i don't want to say ad rock but so i'm like adam and he turns around and he looks at me like who the fuck are you and i'm like i just i just want to tell you i'm a big fan 
And he just like nods like, oh yeah, all right. And then just keeps going. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it was like, man, it was like one of the best things that's ever happened to me. It was so cool to see him. And then also now I live there. So every time I drive by there, I'm like, oh my God, I got to meet, see him. Not even meet. Talk at him right there. Well, I mean, uh, kudos to you for not being creepy. No, I mean, I, mean? I wasn't going to like take his, you know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. like take up his time or whatever, but. It was just, it was weird. Oh, also, I had another funny experience where, um, so Mike, Mike D is married. Well, he, they're separated, but he's married to this woman called Tamara Davis, and she's a director. She directed like um, uh, Half Baked and okay. Billy Madison and some like bro oh, stoner yeah. comedies and stuff like that. And she directs a lot of TV TV now, okay. but she's fucking badass. She's amazing. We interviewed her for Lady to Lady, and we went to their house in Malibu, and it was like. <laughs> this disgustingly amazing house <laughs> that her and Mike, Mike D both live at. And I was like a little bit proud. Cause I was like, I paid for part of this. <laughs> so I, you know, I bought stuff. You're like, Oh, that vase. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's I, fucking my vase. I definitely, I for sure paid for some part of this giant estate. That's so, <laughs> so that's that, a wonderful way to think about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm in your house. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I felt pretty good about it. Mike wasn't there. So I didn't get to meet him, but it was Still like pretty cool. It was cool. And she also directed um, Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie. So we got some good Britney there we Spears go. shit. Out of it, which is pretty sweet. So right. I admittedly haven't seen that one, but. Uh, oh, it's yeah, it's a fun one. It's yeah, it's just Tamara Davis on there. Um, she's also just super inspiring because she was like directing music videos and shit before women were doing any of that stuff, you know, or very few women yeah. were. So she's kind of like a pioneer, which is cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, where can people find you online? Um, my podcast, Lady to Lady, and I have another one called Britney's Graham, where we talk about Britney Spears' Instagram feed. And um, my Twitter is Babs Gray. And follow me, please. <laughs> yeah, and you have your, your album. Do you know when it's getting released? Or? I don't know. It'll probably be in the fall sometime. Okay. Uh, I think I'm, I'm thinking of calling it If I Did It. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> the oj simpson book i don't i can't tell i can't tell if i'm gonna do that or not but i kind of really want to so maybe look for barbara gray if i did it or maybe a different name but yeah look out for uh, (laughs) i don't know if it's terrible or not but it's like well he's it's entertaining if nothing else (laughs) we'll see we'll see so look out for barbara's album coming out in the fall thanks so much for listening bye thanks You know what? I don't think Babs has named her album yet, uh, but she's releasing it with a special thing record. So do look out for that. Uh, that was so much fun. Um, well, okay. So she mentioned G Sun Studios uh, in Atwater Village in LA where the Beastie Boys recorded Check Your Head. Um, you don't have to dig too much before you find an old post on scpr.org. That's Southern California Public Radio. Um, and they've got a map where you can do a tour of LA based off of Beastie Boys landmarks, which is pretty cool. Uh, did want to note uh, that the album Hello Nasty came out in 1998 and debuted at Numero Uno on the Billboard 200. Uh, lastly, I did search Barbara's YouTube for videos of her singing at Beastie Boys concerts and didn't see any, alas. And, you know, it'll, it's fine. Her stand-up's great, though, and you can find it online. Uh, since we recorded this episode, I wanted to let you know that the Beastie Boys uh, do have a book that's out. It's literally just called Beastie Boys Book. Very clever. And it is a music memoir uh, 
the reviews are pretty great. They're like, it's not a typical music memoir because you do get all these rare photos and illustrations. Apparently there's a cookbook by Roy Choi. There's a graphic novel. Uh, there's mixtapes and other contributors and all this other stuff. So um, sounds very uh, multidisciplinary <laughs> in, a, in terms of a, a memoir. So look at that. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. You could take a look at Barbara's work by visiting her website, myjokesareappear.com. Um, she has two wonderful podcasts uh, that she hosts. One is Ladies, Lady to Lady, and the other is Brittany's Graham. And you should absolutely take a listen to those. So thank you so much for tuning in. Catch you next week. Bye.